Welcome to Lompoc Foursquare Church's podcast. Enjoy the message. Well, we're back in our series, Confident in Our Shepherd. And I've entitled this message, Table for Two. I don't know everything that you're facing right now, and you certainly don't know everything I'm facing. But God does. We saw last week that even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we would not fear. Those words, well, they pop off the page to my heart. Even though. Even though things may not be as we want them to be, even though we might be in a dark season or a difficult season, even though there could be anxiety or depression or discouragement, even though there's still uncertainty out there, I will not fear. Why? Because God, you're my shepherd and you're with me. Psalm 23, let's read it. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You've anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, even though I will not fear. Well, here's the table. This table is before us. It's not a table that we have prepared. It's a table that God himself has prepared for us. When? In the presence of our enemies, which denotes that there's some kind of battle, some kind of struggle, some kind of war going on. And where's our enemy? Not at the table. This is a table where where you sit down and God is with you. A table for two. Don't bring your enemies to the table, but they will watch. Don't give the enemy a seat at your table, but they will watch and they will scatter. The first thing I want us to see today is that he prepares a table for me. It's a personal table and it is prepared for us. The Hebrew says it this way, God has prepared and the word is repeatedly prepared. It's not a one and done. It's not just, well, I come to the table every once in a while. Maybe it's Sunday or maybe it's Friday night. But whenever we need to come to the table, God allows us to come. I wonder how many times God has called us. He's he's quietly nudged us to say, come away, would you? Come and be still and know that I am God. Come and be with He prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies. The words of Jesus in John 16, 33, he says, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. You want to say, duh? (laughs) But take heart, I've overcome the world. And we know that Jesus is our really, really good shepherd. John 10 talks all about that. The Apostle Paul in Romans 12, 21 says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. 
And Revelation 17, 14 says they will make war against the Lamb, but the Lamb will overcome them because he is Lord of lords and King of kings, and with him will be his called, those who believe in Christ, the chosen and faithful followers. You know, we saw last week the words of the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 1, 3, 4, and 5, where he said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our afflictions so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. God comforts to us, and then God comforts through us. We saw last week that God is the God of all comfort. It's not just what he does, it's who he is. He's the God of all comfort, and he can minister to us at every need, at every time, because, well, his warehouse is filled with comfort, all kinds of comfort, where we come and sit at the table, and we break bread with God. Ever anticipated a meal? Maybe someone has cooked up a meal for you special, or maybe it's Thanksgiving time, and the, and the turkey is moist and wonderfully seasoned, or maybe somebody put a nice tri-tip on the barbecue and cooked it just to your liking, and you anticipated that meal or someone made tamales, and the list goes on and on of food, right? But you anticipate it. And there's something about coming to the table of God, anticipating the next time we get to sense his presence and come together and feast with the Lord. Oftentimes you would think we would prepare the table for the king, but here the king has prepared the table for us. Paul said in Ephesians chapter 2, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. And how kind is Jesus our shepherd? Hebrews 4, therefore since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And that's what we find at the table that he's prepared for us. And again, repeatedly, it's prepared for us. It's prepared for us to come and to sit down before the Lord. And as Psalm 23, 5 says, he anoints our head with oil. That's the remedy that God provides me and the remedy that he provides you. This amazing God. And what is that remedy? It's the oil that he gives us, a sign of the Holy Spirit. The word anoint in the Hebrew is the word Messiah or deliverer. And in the New Testament, it's the word Christ. When we come to the table, God the Father actually gives us 
the oil of the Holy Spirit or the Holy Spirit into our lives. And the Messiah, the deliverer, comes to be with us. We sit at the table. It's a table for two, but the second chair is filled with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And he provides us with this oil. Now, I don't want to get gross, but, but the sheep, the sheep out in this arid, dry desert, as they would come out of the valley floor and make their way up to the mountaintop, the shepherd would lead them. And there would be a place that would be like a cutaway place or a plateau. It was actually called a table. And so for them, a literal table, a geographical table. But for us who are sheep and don't traverse those kinds of grounds, we come to a spiritual table and God comes to heal us. The sheep would, would have parasites, and forgive me, that would, would go up their nasal cavity or go in through their ear canal and try to take residence in their head. And some of those parasites would actually lay eggs and those eggs, of course, would hatch, and there'd be a multiplication of parasites inside the head of the sheep. Their behavior would actually change. Sometimes they would take their head and bang it on the rocks or try to get some kind of refuge from putting their heads into the bushes and the brush, itching themselves as though they could find some kind of relief. And I think about people who try to find relief in so many ways and so many places Yet God calls us to the table. And when the shepherd would come and anoint with oil the sheep, it would be made up of, of oil, of course, linseed oil. Uh, there would be herbs and spices. There would even be some kind of tar. And the shepherd kept that handy. And it was almost immediate, according to the research I did, when a sheep had that oil applied into its nasal cavity or into its head where there would be scabs in its scalp. Almost immediately, the comfort, the intimate touch of the shepherd would change the behavior of the sheep. I don't know about you, but I sense that same thing when I step away and spend time with God where he begins to, to break bread with me, but he's so close to me that he can apply the oil of the Holy Spirit into my life, and he can give me the Messiah, the delivering power of Jesus into my life. And as he pours out his oil upon me, he provides an overflowing cup, an overflowing cup in my life. Psalm 23, 5 says, my, 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 my cup overflows. This is the result of sitting at the Lord's table. This is not like getting a hot dog at Costco or a taco from the food truck and you're standing and eating. No, God invites us to sit with him, to sit a while, to tell him our story, though he already knows it, to confess our sins, to be forgiven, though he already knows what they are, and to allow, just like the sheep, after the anointing, after their cup overflowing, to lie down and rest. To rest in a place where, well, they couldn't find comfort on their own. That's why we have the God of all comfort who fills us, who guides us, 
who gives us peace at his table. It's the result of the presence of God. He provides us with an overflowing cup so we can then minister the life of Christ to others. I want to encourage you this day, this, this, this week, to sit with God at his table, to allow him to come before you as the servant. Remember Jesus, the servant, who knelt down and washed the disciples' feet. How often did kings want to be served? Did kings want pomp and circumstance? But our king of kings left his heavenly throne and came to this earth lower than the form of an angel. He came in human form, and he died on the cross for us. And he comes to serve us even now, to give us peace, to give us tranquility, to give us forgiveness, to sit with us at the table. God longs to be with you at the table he's prepared for you. Don't push him back. It's a table for two, you and God. Dear Lord, I pray for those that are watching this whenever they're watching it, that they would step away from life, the busyness of life, and they would come to your table. Lord, even as we have this physical table here, I'm reminded of the spiritual table you provide for us with bread, with the oil of joy, with the oil of healing and grace, with the power of your Holy Spirit. And I pray for each one, Lord, that they would run into your presence and not try to get through the valley of the shadow of death on their own. And even though, Lord, even though we walk through it, we will not fear because you are with us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Dear ones, spend some time with the Lord. I don't know what kind of calendar you use, whether it's on your smartphone or a Google or a handwritten calendar, but would you make a date with God? And would you set it reoccurringly where you sit with the Lord, where he's prepared a table before you? Don't push him aside. He longs to be with you, and you need him more than you know. May the Lord fill you. May he bless you. And may you spend time with our God after all. He's our good shepherd who's prepared a table for you. Be filled, be blessed. May God's grace be upon you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Please visit us at mylfc.com for more information about our church. Thank you so much for listening.